Radio Ronin Show is on the air. You right, feel self-conscious so doing jumping jacks. Even what alone, why? even alone, because you know, you when you have flaps of skin. Weird. Oh, I see. So it looks like this... you got a couple of bulldogs fighting in your shirt. <laughs> Ferrets. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, I see, I see what you're saying. That makes perfect sense. Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Radio Ronin Show. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday. Uh, Monday, Monday. Man, it's, uh, you know, we do this show. I think my You're fighting mo- the mic again. It's It looks like it's about ready to it's, fall. It's leaning left. You've got, so the the main. It's leaning left. It's le- <laughs> Hold on. You just described Josh in one word. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What are you doing? Something's wrong, Dad. <laughs> Don't mind me. Oh, righty tighty lefty loosey righty tighty lefty loosey what's happening i'm really worried about him doing this because last time he did something like this he stabbed himself in the nipple he with a screwdriver yeah, it was a screwdriver yeah <laughs> and it that's look really look high look how your mic is now so, okay it's taller than you i have this uh there you go i have a flaccid microphone stand <laughs> okay it's not a euphemism no, I we can we may continue <laughs> oh my gosh welcome to monday <laughs> It's actually Saturday. I'm so groggy. I don't know what to. It's just. Um, I kind of like uh, it though. We're we're just kind of like Saturdays are like a mellow show. We're just yeah, like, yeah, it is. We we have an awful lot of fun stuff to talk about today, though. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun show. I, at least I hope it's gonna be a fun show. We we it's um it, it might be a show that is. Uh, we might well, get we might know. get a little ranty. You think? We might. No. You think, Josh? You think we're gonna get a little ranty? Well, I don't I think so. We're talking no, about think, Disney. How can we get ranty with Disney? I think Josh may be onto something. Some people like the rants, and by some I mean everyone, but yeah. I, I think that may actually end up happening. Hey, everybody, I'm Chunga. Smartest man in the room is right over there. His name is Chandler. Hello, hello. The guy who likes to beat his own drum, and he's afraid of doing jumping jacks. <laughs> that, that is me, <laughs> amongst others. Say things. hi to Josher Hansen. Howdy. He's in a flamingo shirt. A damn fancy, smart-looking flamingo shirt. Yeah. And some baby blue pants. Oh, I yeah, didn't notice shorts. those. Yeah, baby, short. Are they shorts? Yeah. Round of applause. My, what a wonderful day. For the indescribable Spencer right there. So, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Radio Ronin Show. We're, we're excited to have you here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the show brought to you by RJ Concrete, as has been the case for quite a while. Thank you, RJ Concrete. They do sidewalks, sidewalk repairs. They do driveways and driveway extensions. I am. I have a new thing that I like to do, by the way. Uh, I love the show How It's Made. Oh, yeah. I love it on the so Science good. Channel. Yeah. For me, it's like televised Thorzine. I'll just sit in front of the TV and watch How It's Made all day until I found the RJ Concrete Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> I love watching those guys work. It's and they, like, oh, they post so cool. tons of videos. I'm telling you. I, like I your anxiety it. melts away when you watch. It's that like stuff. oddly yeah. satisfying. You're just like, oh. Well, it is. My anxiety goes through the roof because all I want to do is go walk through that stuff. <laughs> But the, uh, it, it is one of those things that um, in my industry, my big boy job, I work in the tech industry, to see craftsmen working with their hands, to me, this this stuff that they're doing with the concrete, getting it that smooth, looking mm-hmm. that good, that's an art. That's oh, an yeah, art. Absolutely, yeah. It is amazing what these guys at RJ Concrete do. Mm-hmm. Go check out their Facebook page, RJ Concrete. Uh, also, they do, uh, they do patios, they do RV pads. 
they're licensed and insured in Utah. We get this a lot. They don't go outside of the state of Utah, unfortunately. Maybe someday in the future that will, but mm-hmm. we've had we've had emails from Vegas, from Phoenix, Idaho. from Idaho. Yeah. yeah. So uh, no, they're they're licensed and insured in Utah. They have over twenty years experience in the industry. Again, you want to check out their fa- their Facebook page, or you can go to their website rjconcretesolutions.com, or you can call them if you'd like at 385-324-6166. Write this down because I know people don't retain numbers. 385-324-6166. Give them a call. It is concrete season, so they're uh, yep. they're booking up pretty quick. They're busy, I which would is definitely, awesome. Definitely definitely give them a call. <laughs> well, I think there's dust in the vents. It <laughs> Right as it blows. Right as it starts. Well, I figured out, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but here in the studio, we're usually in here for about 15 minutes and we're all drenched. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I was doing some stuff for the Hacks, which is the the brand podcast that I do for uh, for the big boy job. And I looked over and we had a vent that was closed. Oh. This back uh, vent right over here has been closed. Well, that's why I we're don't like know sweating how like crazy. Yeah. So now you're going to be nice and cool up here, I think, pretty nice. much the time. Yeah. I actually uh, choose my wardrobe based yeah. on yeah, how hot it is. <laughs> there was so one sad. day it was oh, like yeah. freezing outside. I was like, eh, I'm not going to wear my hoodie. I'm going to wear shorts and a short sleeve shirt. Because yeah. the studio is 9,000 degrees. Yeah. Well, it should be better, but you uh, may hear you may hear the air on it. just kicked on in so the background. I'll yeah. try and edit it out. But so It's too damn hot. We yeah. have to have the air on, and I think there's dust. So uh, if I cough... It's not the Rona. And if I, yeah, if I sneeze. <laughs> you know your anyway, bunnies look like dinosaurs. We do have some new patrons, though. We do. Yeah. So I, we, I didn't know this. Yeah. Which, I was actually ready to move on with the show because I didn't know. <laughs> we're still growing every single week, which well, is so cool. Well, it's it's like we do two shows a week and every show now we've got something to we're report announcing. with the Patreon. Right. I think it's I love it. Patreon.com forward slash Radio Ronan. Thanks to all of you who are members of the Patreon family. Yeah, much, yeah. much appreciated. So we need to give a, a massive shout out. She's always in the Bash Music chat to George Ann Tate, who just became a super producer at $20.25. George We love yeah, Thank you, George Ann. She's, She's there you. every Saturday. Uh, it's the coolest thing ever. She is Bash royalty, for yeah. sure. She's there every single week. <laughs> so She's we from, love you, George Ann. She's from Thistle. Thistle? Is that where she shoots from? Thistle? Thistle? Where's that Thistle. at? It's up uh, Spanish, court, Spanish Fork. <laughs> Oh, so in Utah. Thistle, for people who don't know outside of the state of Utah, it's a tiny little town. Think of like it's like a little mountain community. It's almost like a Stephen King type town. Oh, cool. You know, very small town, but it actually flooded in the early 80s and never really recovered. What? So is the water still there or is it gone? It, the entire well, town, Georgia the entire Lesno. town, <laughs> the entire community was flooded. Georgia. The only thing you could see was like the top of the church steeple. No way. She probably yeah. lives on an island. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so I don't think she lives. In, I don't think she lives in Thistle anymore. Oh, I think no. she's from there originally. Huh, okay. Actually, they're super hipster. They don't have houseboats. They have house submarines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's are, are submarines hipster. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm all in. That's it. I'm sure. Yeah, Let's do go. it. All right. So uh, Marissa and Megan, the Johnson girls, upped their pledge from $10 a month from a super fan to super producers at $25. Marissa a month. and Megan. Woo! So I believe that's Marissa Conover and Megan. So I don't know Megan, Megan's last name. The, what, they call them the what sisters? The Johnson girls. The Johnson girls. Well, I wonder if like, that's Megan their Johnson. maiden names. Yeah. I don't know if they're, if they're yeah. The Johnson girls. So, Marissa and Megan. Let us know. But thank you guys. Thanks, guys. So, so yeah. much. Super producers. Woo! So yep. that's it for this week but thank round you guys yeah thank you everyone. oh round of applause, round of applause. Well done, round of applause. absolutely uh ice cream oh chandler is in the lead yeah. and i'm not happy with this no i'm in the lead everyone likes my flavor the best people are voting on people are okay so if you don't know what's going on let me back up 
Radio Ronin has their own signature brands of ice cream now. Yep. That uh, that they have done, or that we have done, I should say, with with JJ's ice cream. Mm-hmm. So you can yeah. go check this out at JJ's. There's no apostrophe, so it's just JJSicecream.com. Yeah. JJ's Ice Cream, they're a brand new company, and they have come to us and said, we want to do a Radio Ronin ice cream. And we said, okay. How do we do this? Because there's four of us. And they said, no, 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 no. We have this thing called the Mormon four pack. And it's got like green jello and it's got all these other things in it. And we said, okay. And they said, we want to do a Radio Ronin four pack. So each of you, each of the Ronin would have their own signature flavor of ice cream. That we would help develop from like the very beginning. <clears throat> and we, we would, we so would develop. Uh-huh. We went through this in secret. And I'm so proud of us. <laughs> I know. We went through this for weeks without anybody knowing. Mm-hmm. Nobody outside of Shannon, Bishop Shannon, knew that we were doing this. Yeah, not even my wife. No, Stephanie didn't even know. Really? Nope. No, wow. nobody, nobody outside of Bishop Shannon and JJ's knew that we were doing this. Top secret. So cool. So we have four flavors. We have Spencer's Indescribable, which is which is black garlic, maple syrup, chocolate, and almonds. Okay. Ah, okay. And, and and people yeah. are people it's funny because people are that's the one that people are the most excited. They're like, ooh, that's kind of a foodie ice cream. Fruity. It's very That's fruit. the one that everybody's jumping on. Mm-hmm. And Josh has Josh my, my Josh's special salad. Special salad. <laughs> it's his special salad. That's his his ice cream is called Josh's special salad. Uh-huh. Yep. And what it is is basically M M&M and M salad. So it's M&M ice cream with, with all different kinds of M and Ms. Some in. brownies, some fudge, fudge yeah. yeah. It is fantastic. Can mm-hmm. I just tell you, it's really, really good. I Spencer's love it. is really, really good. Mm. And then you have Chandler's, which is called Chandler Bang. Chandler Bang. And think of it, it's like a, a citrus sorbet. So it's not like an official ice cream. It's more, I don't know, it's more refreshing for like a summer day. It's, it's, it tastes like it, an energy drink. It's an energy drink. drink. But it, it don't think like a, a typical energy drink for people who like who have been trying it and don't like energy drinks. Like, yeah, it's citrusy. It's, so. it's just a very citrusy well, kind of fruity. It's kind of lime. It's got lime and lemon. It's really, really good. So I went out to lunch with Greg yesterday uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. to the hook and ladder and... He was really worried about your flavor because he's like, ah, I don't like energy drinks. Yeah. They're bitter. Yeah. And I was like, no, this is so good. It's way different. Like, it's way different. Yeah. Well, a lot of the bitterness comes from the different roots and, and uh, yeah. stuff yeah. that they have. And ginseng, they, all that yeah, crap. the different stuff that they have in the energy drink. None of that's in there. No, no it's it, like a it, red, white, and blue popsicle. Yeah. That's yeah. really it's what super, it is. Super good. So Chandler it's, Bang. And I'm in the lead. And, it, uh, it, and then we have Chunga Churro. And Chunga Churro is basically... Disneyland in, in, in it's, ice cream. It's, yeah. it's churro it's in good. an ice cream. In fact, there are there are bits and they're about an inch long, mm-hmm. inch long chunks of churro. So there's these big chunks of churro. They're actual churros. Yeah, yeah. In the ice cream itself. Yeah, and um, that seems to be like nobody wants that one. No, <laughs> which I can't figure out. I, we thought the four of us thought to, that's going to be, be that awesome. was our favorite. To be honest, like I like yours better than my flavor. The chunk of churro is by I'm far my favorite. Kind of the same. I way. loved all. I loved all four of the flavors, but it was honestly my favorite flavor of the four. When we were doing you know, all the yeah. testing, we had tubs of ice cream like all over the house and all over the studio. Mm-hmm. The chunk of churro was gone immediately oh, every yeah. single time. Every single time with phases. every different uh, prototype version. Uh, and Josh's first version, we took. Not it's much like of one bite. I liked Josh's. <laughs> I, I thought Josh's. No, no, no. His special it. salad's fantastic. Yes. The, the other prototypes. The, the corn one. Oh, yeah. He had a corn yeah. one. Oh, Josh had a corn one and a banana one. Yeah. The corn some one. different ones. We were like, dude, no. 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 So, so anyway, uh, those flavors. Go to jjsicecream.com. Yeah. We've done one ad. This actually isn't an ad. No, we're just excited. We're just trying to, we just want everybody to go try we're our ice cream. We're just excited. Now we're competitive. 
Right. Yes. Yeah. And you so, know what? I don't care that I'm not winning. I'm just beating Josh. <laughs> You're in second are you? place. Are I you? Know. No. Spencer, it's Chandler. Really? Spencer, Josh, mm-hmm. and then me. I'm in last place yeah. at Chungachuro. I think it was Nicole right. that said she loves Chandler's the most, uh-huh. but she'd eaten the most of mine. Oh. And then and then Nicole said, but Chunga, my dog loves yours. <laughs> <laughs> It's not okay, oh, that's man. Great. That's not okay. She gave my ice cream to the dog. <laughs> Chungachuro uh, is going to be a national favorite. treasure. It is. It it's amazing. Takes, it, it will just take some time. It's maybe, yeah, then, maybe there's a slow burn. Mm-hmm. It's a sizzle. It's a sizzle. Uh, the good news is uh, JJ said, look, we're a brand new. We are just starting out. We're brand new. Mm-hmm. Like the, the labels on top of the ice cream containers, they're like printed on a, on like a, uh, like a printer. label maker, yeah, like a label yeah. maker, yeah. and they just stay. That's how new these guys are. But the ice creams are fantastic. Uh, the last show we did, we did one ad for them, and they said they're not in Utah County. Well, they quadrupled their sales with just one ad. That's so awesome! That's awesome. <laughs> so potential business owners understand this, yeah. learn from this. <laughs> they had one ad run on Radio Ronin, and their business quadrupled. So they're Man. now they're now in Utah County. So they've expanded out to Utah County. So if you're in Davis, if you're in Salt Lake, or you're in Utah County, you can now get the Radio Ronin four-pack. I still can't. I'm two blocks away from Davis County. I can see it in my backyard. (laughs) I'm sure they'll get it. So anyway, jjsicecream.com is where you can go and get your chungachuro because the rest of them suck. And send us, please send us pictures. They're all, they Let us know what you think because I want to win more. They all suck except chungachuro. (laughs) (laughs) Chandler's in the lead. Yeah. He is Chandler winning Bang. so far. Chandler Bang is in the lead. I love um, it. Okay, so today's show, it's its it, its going to be kind of a, I don't want to say a weird show considering the climate that we're in, right? Yeah. We've had a lot of <laughs> weird was, shows. This one's pretty weird normal. Shows. <laughs> this one is pretty normal. Um, but every day, every single day I turn on the news, it gets more and more strange. And um, we have good news to report, then we have bizarre news to report. Yeah. Today. And we're doing headline DD too, which was an immediate yeah. hit. So we have headline it. DD yeah. coming up a little bit later, and we'll explain what headline DD is. But first, Disneyland is reopening. Walt Disney World reopening. <laughs> Finally. Oh my gosh. This has been news everywhere. Yeah. LinkedIn, social media, Twitter, on the news networks, everywhere. It is huge news. Uh, here's the way this is going to work. Disney World is reopening July 11th. Disneyland, which is the real Disney park, in uh, my opinion, <laughs> right, is reopening on their 65th anniversary, July 17th. Which you called like three weeks ago. If Thank you listen you. back to the show, you were like, 17th, that's going to All be the All signs are pointing to this. Now, I have to be uh-huh. honest. You know, Chandler and I have some Disney sources, and they were telling us, well, yeah, this but- is the goal. This is what's going on. Everything that we said was rumor turned out to be true. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of the stuff that they have to fix, everything that they're working on, all of that uh, has turned out to be true. But uh, I did talk to one of our sources. We have a listener, uh, a Radio Ronin listener who is actually an employee uh, of a, a park employee. We have a lot of execs and stuff at the studios and things like that that listen yeah. to the show. Uh, but one of our listeners who has asked to remain anonymous works inside the park and has said, okay, Chunga, here's the deal. All of the employees have been called back. Oh, every one of them. Every nice. So oh, all cool. 25,000 employees have been recalled. At yeah. one point, they were down to 300. They're all back as huh. of last week, which is fantastic. So congratulations yeah. to everyone that got recalled at Disneyland. 
Uh, so they're saying uh, some people didn't come back. Some people just chose they, they oh, just went and they, got other like, jobs oh, or they're yeah. doing other things okay. or they're you know they're going to stay on their unemployment for a little bit and find something else. So what they're doing right now is they've recalled everybody and they are restaffing those they're, they're doing the backfills uh-huh. of all of this the staff that quit and there wasn't oh. many but there were some okay. okay i should i should go try to apply to maybe i could be like chewy over in star wars land <laughs> you actually you, probably you're, could you're, be you're tall enough. Could. Yeah. And i could do much better than except, the roar except there's one problem what got the wrong eye color man dang it <laughs> you see mm. the, the the galaxy's edge uh chewy though his eyes are like way sunken back in his head, and it's like two dark holes. Like you can't even really see his eyes. The costume is terrible. No, it's soul. Okay, no, no soul soul in that. Yeah, it's bad. So this person, at this Disneyland employee, actually drives a bus. They're a bus driver. Oh, cool. And they drive a, it's a shuttle bus from the Toy Story parking lot, oh, yeah. which is the overflow parking lot, mm-hmm. um, which is back by the Anaheim Convention Center. And then they drop people off at Disneyland. They're big blue buses yeah. with Toy Story stuff on the side. This person told me they rewrapped all of the buses. They're natural gas buses, so they cleaned out the engines. They cleaned out the fuel lines. Oh. They are refueling all of the natural gas buses. And they've gone through and spent the past week like deep cleaning every single one of those buses. So uh, this person is saying that um, the buses look great and everyone is super, super excited. So the work is underway. They're cycling ride vehicles and they're doing all kinds of really cool stuff getting ready for the July 17th open. Now there are some things that you're gonna need to know. Uh, I did a live stream on Facebook a couple of days ago when the, when the news broke. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people saw it, but if you haven't, <coughs> real quick, here's what's, here's what's happening. They open on July 17th, okay? The Disneyland Hotel is not open on July 17th. The Grand Californian is opening, and then the uh, the the Pixar Pier Hotel, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the Paradise, Paradise Pier, Pier one, one. the Pixar Pier Hotel, that one is going to open at the end of the month. There is no opening date for the Disneyland Hotel yet, just so that you know. I wonder As why of that this is. Recording, that, that, yeah. no, nobody no. knows why. I wonder if they're they're it's be renovations or renovating. Or, yeah, that's a lot of lost revenue. It is more expensive. I've stayed, you know, the Beverly Wilshire. Or the Beverly Hills Hotel. Mm-hmm. I've stayed at some of these places. Very expensive. The Disneyland Hotel is more expensive. Hmm. It's oh, a yeah. very yeah. expensive place. The California Adventure is very, very expensive. Uh, that's a lot of lost revenue. So mm-hmm. I would think they're going to get it open very quickly. But uh, they're opening on July 17th. You have to have a reservation. The reservations as of this recording are not available yet. And there's no real so, info on uh, when that's happening and how are the frustrated. process is going to work. Yeah. They don't really know. They said details coming soon. So, so just keep your eye on the Ronin social media, on Reddit, yeah. and keep your eye. We'll, we'll let you know. I mean, oh, as soon as we know, we'll put it up. We had the announcement for Disneyland reopening within minutes. So as soon as we, yeah. I think it was like 11 minutes had F- passed from the announcement to when, if that, when yeah. we know about it. So. Uh, we're, we're watching it pretty closely. So the reservations, you have to get a reservation. If you don't have tickets already, you can't buy tickets. Yeah. So this is for people, for only people that have annual passes or tickets that they have not been able to use yet. Yep. Uh, they closed down uh, the okay. actual ticket sales. So, I mean, that, so, that's it. So I so I could reserve if I wanted to. Yes. Yeah. You, right, you've though. got an annual pass. That's that's tempting. I won't lie. Yeah. Well, if you were going to go in April, for example, and you couldn't use your tickets, those tickets are still valid. All you have to do is make reservations and you can go. Yeah. 
but you can't go unless you already have a ticket. Now, we, we found a couple of loopholes. <laughs> yes, we did. Say, for example, your name is Chunga and you're taking your family to Disneyland on July 30th for a week, which we're going to try and do, yep. right? We want to take Michaela with us. Chandler's, Chandler's boo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we want to take Michaela with us, but Michaela doesn't have a pass. She yeah. doesn't have an annual pass and she doesn't have tickets. We found a loophole. Now, if you're in this boat and you do want to go and you want to go quickly and you don't have tickets, here's how you're going to do it. Uh, at, at, I don't know if this is still the case, but you definitely want to check. Getaway Today is still selling them. Mm, They're still yeah. allowed. That may be closed by the time this show airs. When we were going through this, they said we can sell tickets for a limited time and then they have to close per Disney's rules. So uh -huh. they yeah. were still open, even though Disneyland themselves, like on their website, they weren't selling tickets. Getaway Today was. So... And they were selling, you know, park hoppers three day to four day to one day. They they pretty much had everything open. They were still selling annual yeah. passes. I wonder if it's because they bought them in bulk and then had to refund sure. a lot of people, so they had the tickets. Uh -huh. Yeah, I think Disney Disneyland or Disney Parks. I think they have a lot of vendors and contractors like Getaway Today that they have to satisfy. Mm -hmm. Those people have to make money. And so I think Disneyland is like, look, we'll give you a certain window of time where you can sell as many of these things as you can before we have to shut it down. Yeah. Uh, we got a ticket for yeah. Michaela. We got a three-day park hopper ticket, but we didn't go to Getaway today. We actually went to Target mm. yeah. and ordered online, so, and they delivered it via email within minutes. Yeah, it was a three-day park so, hopper. I saw it and was like, yo, we got to go. So I bought it right then and there. And then within four hours, they emailed. I was thinking we were going to buy it, and then we would get an email like, oh, sorry, we can't sell these tickets we can't or sell anything. These tickets, no, yeah. we got the official barcode like four hours later. So she oh. has a ticket, which is awesome. So try Target if yeah. you're one of these people and you want to go before huh. they're selling yeah. tickets. Sam's Club usually sells them. They're completely sold out. Costco has stopped selling them as well. But check mm -hmm. Target. I don't think Walmart is either. So it's pretty much Target and Getaway Today. You're I wonder if my too... tickets are still on my phone. You should they check. Should. Should. Have you canceled? Did you yeah. cancel everything? If you canceled, they probably revoked the If the anything, Spencer, I would, I would at the very least call. Getaway uh, yeah. today. I think that's who you went through. Was yeah. getaway. I would at least call them and just say, "Hey, can we reestablish this, or can we? Mm -hmm. It may be worth it to you. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so that's how that's going to work. That's going to be for the foreseeable future. Disneyland is going to be at I think a quarter capacity. Wow. They're okay. only going to be at twenty five percent capacity. So you're going to have to watch those res reservations, and you're going to have to jump on them quick. So that's actually kind of nice. Oh, the park's, park's going to be, be amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be empty. Well, Lagoon yeah. Lagoon is at fifteen percent. Oh, really? When they're open. Wow. So, Question though, Josh, is that because they are forced to, or is that just <laughs> because it's Lagoon? Yeah. People are like, Touché. oh, coronavirus well, and Lagoon. Yeah, nah. nah. <laughs> one thing Chung and I were talking about is like we were wondering on day one, is the park going to be completely packed? And we're thinking where families have to book so far in advance for uh -huh. kids and around school schedules and things mm -hmm. like that that. It may be dead and the reservations might not be super packed, except for because the people locals. have already made plans. Well, and sure. everyone's yeah. already pushed it back. And so. I'm sure because of the anniversary, I mean, it's the 65th. Mm -hmm. Disneyland is officially a senior citizen. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I think you're, a lot of those reservations have already been taken by Disney itself for families. Oh, and, no, and I don't think so. I don't no. think they don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think that they would count against that. No, no if anything, I think they would probably, you know, there's talk of them doing a soft opening for employees. Um, I could make sense. VIPs. That's what they did yeah. for like Rise of the Resistance Galaxy's Edge. They had like families and employees have their and, own and dedicated day. Pass holders. Yeah, they would just mm -hmm. make a, an exception for so, a. Yeah, I agree. Really what I think this is, guys, I think the reason they're halting the ticket sales and the annual pass holder sales I really do think it's to curtail the locals 
from coming I think so too. In. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And allowing the tourists from other places that already have their trips booked to get in there and be able to do their thing yeah. without the locals coming every single day like they do. And that's not a problem. I mean, yeah. the locals are great, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but I think that's what this is for. I think that might also be why you mentioned that travel agencies or places like Target or Costco were able to sell for a limited time as well. That might be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah hand in sense. hand, like, let's get people from out of state the <laughs> uh-huh. chance right. to come uh-huh. before the locals. Well, yeah. either that or there's just they left enough of a loophole for like our, our kind of thing where we have three annual passes, but we have four people going. Yeah. Yeah. We have we to find need... a way to, to work through yeah. that. So I do have one question. I haven't seen anything on masks. In the park. Has that been announced yet? Or social distancing? Here's what I think is going to happen. And and thankfully, we've been pretty accurate with this. Mm -hmm. Uh, In Vegas, this is what they're doing in Vegas. They are highly encouraging everyone to wear masks, but it's not being enforced. Oh, which Lagoon is doing as well, okay. and I think a lot of outdoor places. There's are. no way you can enforce okay. no, this in no. Disneyland. There's there's absolutely no way It'll you can chaos. enforce social distancing. No, no or... it's not it's not going to happen. Yeah. So I think they're they're basically going to put signs up everywhere that says, "Look, you are coming in. You are assuming all risk and responsibility for contracting coronavirus." So if you um, you know masks are highly encouraged, social distancing is highly encouraged. And that's where it's going to begin and end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's just no way you can go in there and wear a mask all day in 90 degree heat inside Disneyland. Yeah. No. Nobody's going to do it. They're all going to have the huge heat rashes all over their face. No one's going to do it. Really mm-hmm. what this is, is they are covering their asses legally. And then you can go in and just decide how you want to do your day. Yeah. Right. Well, Bush Gardens in Florida opened up. And Mm -hmm. the same thing where they're like, hey, here's social distancing, like markers in the lines. Everyone should be wearing their masks and no one followed it. And it's kind of like, okay, it wasn't anything that they were enforcing. No one's following it at a fashion place mall. No one's following it at a Texas roadhouse. Nobody's following it anymore. You're seeing that in the numbers. But, oh, well, I mean, people just can't handle it The world needs to turn again. The world's got to turn again. No, and I've, I've actually thought about what I would do if I was at Disneyland, you know, during all of this. I think for me, for the most part, I probably would not wear a mask when I'm walking from you know land to land or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in line, if I'm in the queue, yeah, you can just I'm put a mask on. Just put on a mask. No, yeah. I think I think that's yeah. I think you got the right idea there, Josh. They don't allow you to wear the masks on the rides first yeah. of all because they don't want the masks flying into their oh, into their machines, rides, and yeah. into the mm-hmm. ride infrastructure. They don't want people Litter. getting hit with the masks. Yeah. They don't want to constantly be cleaning them up, so they don't allow you to wear the masks on the ride to begin with. Which I'm so, okay with, yeah. No. It's fine. You know, Shannon has basically said, no, we're going. Um, I'm going to be an absolute maniac and very stringent on wearing my mask and everything until I'm at Disneyland. And then it's like, if I get corona here, so be it. <laughs> She's yeah. like, that's the best place to get it. So I <laughs> it's the most magical corona. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had the Disneyland strand. Hey, we got we got Legionnaires so, from Disneyland. And that I, was, we did. That was so, terrible. And it really, really sucked. But yeah. there, there are all kinds of other things. There's no fireworks. There's no character meetups. So yeah. Mickey and Minnie Mouse are not going to yeah. be out. Did you, no parades. No parades. Did you are see they this? not going to? be out at all or not at all oh yeah it's kind of sad. no they're not putting them out at all because they're mobbed every time that's yeah. really to protect the uh the, the character the, the, actor. the kid the character actor yeah exactly well did you see though i, I saw this online that there are act, there's actually like a change.org petition to not open disneyland because yeah. of the Wait, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. That's gonna go nowhere. Uh, well, you know, it's just such a... I mean, I get it. People are worried. And it is one of those things. I mean, we made this argument. We've been all over the place on this. We really have. I, I think we've done... Yeah. You know, our, <laughs> yeah. our stance on the pandemic has been terrible. I, I've got to be honest <laughs> with you, because... The four of us have been like, oh, whatever, and then we're making fun of it. And then the next thing you know, it's stash the cash and save your ass, get to your bunker, don't ever come out. Don't leave, don't you and dare. Now it's like, and now it's like, well, look, you know, 
the world has to turn again and and so be it so these people i mean i get why they're scared i get why they don't want it and people they are they're making the argument well if you don't want to worry about this don't go to disneyland but the problem is this it really does impact people will go to disneyland and then they leave disneyland mm-hmm. and how many other people could they possibly in fact yeah. i understand the argument but the problem is this the world has got to turn people are going uh-huh. broke businesses are going broke you know you can't yeah. our our argument here on ronin as i've said was shut the world down for 14 days Everything, air travel, grocery stores, everything is closed other than emergency services for 14 days. Then you reopen and you just get about the business of your life. I don't know how effective that would have been in hindsight, looking yeah. back on us saying that. According um, to New Zealand, it worked really well. Yeah, yeah they're, I, they're I mean, corona we thought free. The yeah. they're, they're completely corona free. Until somebody so. comes in on a plane, exactly. which they yeah. can't do. Hawaii, you still can't do that. Yeah. You can, but you're quarantined for 14 days. You just can't do it. So, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, they're saying, well, Disneyland is money hungry. They're money grubbing. They're this, they're that. No, they're starving and they've had to take, mm-hmm. you know, they're losing $30 million a day. Well, think of, I mean, and 25,000 people just got money back for their families. Yeah. Exactly. It's, they're not money hungry. They're trying to pay their employees too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. You mentioned earlier that this was really, really big news for the whole country. And it, I think it's kind of Disneyland and Disney World are the heart and soul of this country, like, I, I this agree. is yeah, yeah, yeah. the wholesome center where everybody wants to go and be a kid again. Uh-huh. There's a there's an Imagineer, and he's the guy that built Splash Mountain, and we'll talk about Splash Mountain in a second. But he built uh, he built Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Mm-hmm. He's a big Utah fan. He's in Utah a lot. He's retired now, uh, but he became a good friend. <clears throat> we had him on the show uh, a number of times yeah. when we were in the park and and when we were doing shows there, or just even when there was a new ride open. His name's Tony Baxter. And Tony Baxter was such, he, he actually worked with Walt when he was young. And uh, this guy was so beloved by the Disney company and by Disney fans. When he retired, they actually took a tree out of the hub by the partner statue. They took a tree out of Disneyland and planted it in his yard for him. <laughs> with the lights still in it. The and twinkle everything. lights? No way. They took out a wow. tree and moved it to his house so that he could always have part of Disneyland there. That's, that's pretty cool. cool. That's really cool. I mean, that's how, that's how much Disneyland loved this guy. So Tony Baxter said um, repeatedly on my show and and probably in every interview he did. In fact, I saw him say something very similar in the Imagineering thing on Disney Plus, where he said, everybody goes to Disneyland. It's their crutch. People go to Disneyland with their families so that they know they can reestablish everything's okay. Because when you're out in the world, when you're out in the cold, cruel world, everybody has their stresses and their anxieties and their problems that they deal with. And Disneyland is the place you go to walk into the gates and you're down low and you can't see outside to kind of reset your psyche and reset Mm -hmm. your family goals and everything else to say, okay, look, we're okay. Uh And and so to your point, Spencer, I, I would agree with you. Yeah, it's a big deal. And that's why it's made the news that it made. Everybody that goes into this park is celebrating a victory of some kind. It's comfort mm-hmm. food for the soul. <clears throat> and they have yeah. to work really hard on average to get there. So uh, I think it's good that they're opening. Uh, you know, anytime Disney does anything because of what Spencer said, because it is such an institution for the people of, of this country. Uh, especially Utah, you know, the number one market outside of Southern California for Disneyland is is Utah. I wouldn't doubt yeah. that. Without yeah. question. Yeah. No I mean, it's, it is hugely, hugely popular in our community. And, and um, people need to get back. 
they've got to get back to to do that to have that reestablishment of hey we're okay mm-hmm. yeah you know everything's all right so i mean i get the argument of them having the petition but with disneyland anytime they change anything there's a petition anytime <laughs> oh, yeah. anytime yeah. anything happens with disneyland you have because of the passion and because it is so close to people um you're gonna get this and that's why you have things like the splash mountain Thing. Oh, um, uh, yeah. that's. Can Gosh. I tell you, next to the Disneyland reopening, this is the thing that I'm getting. People are tagging me. I've been tagged hundreds of times. Oh, I have too. On Facebook, yeah. Saying, "Hey, what what do you think about this? What do you think about this?" Well, I let me let me let's. Can we talk about it for just one second? I think we should. I, it's kind I of a Disney really centric episode, but it's a big deal. So, if you haven't heard, there's a petition afoot to retheme Splash Mountain because it's racist. This is the argument mm-hmm. that they're making. Splash Mountain is racist. Uh, we need to retheme it to the Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog is that needs to be the new log flume is the Princess and the Frog. There, there, there was one uh, argument on Twitter for Pocahontas. Yeah, <laughs> which you A know log doesn't flume come for Pocahontas, which, yeah, which doesn't come with any controversy at all. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> um, <sighs> where to start? I know where to start. Can I, well, the first. This is the first place I well, want to start with this. Why don't we give a little bit of a history of oh, Splash sure. Mountain? Splash Mountain. Well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Like that. I yeah. think that's, that's a, a good place. So we have like a ground floor. Splash Mountain. Speaking of Tony Baxter, Splash Mountain was designed, themed, and built by Tony Baxter, who yeah. is one of the kindest, nicest, most gentle people you'll ever meet in your life. Um, it was taken from the movie Song of the South, the movie and the book. Song of the South. Disney made a movie, Song of the South, where you had Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Bear and Br'er Fox. And you also had some live action characters. You had a little boy played by Bobby Driscoll, who mm-hmm. was also uh, the voice of Peter Pan and uh, when he got a little bit older. And, oh, I didn't and know he that. Was, huh. He was Treasure Island. And, oh, yeah. He was okay. in a bunch okay. of stuff. Sadly, he died penniless and alone at like 32 years old uh, of a drug overdose. Oh, geez. Yeah, in New York. Yeah, yeah so yeah. very sad story, the oh. Bobby Driscoll story. Uh, but in the movie Song of the South, it took place during the Civil War. Well, the PC, the cancel culture, the PC police, had they, they locked on to Song of the South as being racist. It's a racist movie. And put pressure on Disney like you can't believe. That's why you don't see Song of the South on Disney Plus, and you anywhere. don't see, you, you don't see it anywhere. You can't. You buy don't it. see it anywhere. Yeah. We we have a copy. Spencer has a copy. Josh we, has one. I have a copy. We, yeah. Josh has. Yeah. A, we all watched it the other day. Uh, it, just to just to kind of well, it's been a while since we watched it. Let's sit down and watch it together as and a team, and we'll, and we'll mm-hmm. prep for this. So the argument is Song of the South is racist. While Splash Mountain itself is is not racist, it comes from that movie, therefore it's racist and it yeah. needs to go. So the cancel culture is now attacking a, a yet another Disney ride, okay? Um, and there are a lot of people that are very worried that the PC police are gonna win yet another victory and get this thing rethemed. I don't think it's going to happen, and I'll be bold enough to say it will never happen. Okay, it's not going to happen. No, it won't. Okay. No, I don't think it'll happen, and here's why. I, I've got several reasons as to why this will happen, and this isn't an ed- editorial on my part. These are actual like business-based reasons why I don't think this will happen. Okay, first and foremost, Splash Mountain was designed specifically around these characters. The way it's laid out were, were designed around mm-hmm. these characters. Now that's not enough to say, well, you can't. You could retheme that. Sure, you could, but they've rethemed Tower of Terror, 
they've rethemed a couple of other rides. Yeah, I mean they like rethemed they, we did uh, Haunted, Haunted Mansion, Mansion for mm -hmm. the holidays. They, you can do this, okay? But to retheme this ride, there's a couple of problems. Problem number one is what are the two biggest songs in the Disney Library? The two biggest, most well-branded songs in the Disney Library. Zippity Doodah. Zippity Doodah has Zippity Doodah is one of them, and When You Wish Upon a Star is the other one. Th those oh, are the two big ones. Yeah. They play Zippity Doodah when they do rope drop in the mornings. The yeah, Zippity yeah. Doodah is everywhere. It's Disneyland. I mean, it's quintessential Disneyland. Comes from Song of the South. Yeah. It's all over Splash Mountain. It's one of the most popular songs ever written. They use it all over the place. So that's argument number one. Now you can change that and you can come up with something else mm -hmm. in the morning for rope drop and everything else and zippity doo dock can go away. Okay, not a very strong argument. The next argument is Splash Mountain has the world record. Splash Mountain in Disneyland and in Florida, they have the world record for the most animatronic characters in one location. There are more mm. animatronic characters in Splash Mountain than anywhere else in the world. Really? Including Small World, because not Small Small World, all of those characters are not animatronic. A lot of them are just turn. dolls on tracks that turn. Yeah. They don't uh, actually move. Okay. There's nearly a hundred fully animatronic characters in Splash Mountain. They were all taken from a ride called uh America Sings. It was a, a show called America Sings and then rethemed there. Okay. Why? Why did they do that? Why didn't they just build up new Splash Mountain characters. Oh, these things Why are they expensive. Take? Bingo. Yeah. yeah. They're, They're insanely really expensive to build. Tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands of dollars a piece to cow. research, develop, fabricate, and build even one. There was a huge, huge, huge blow up because they, they rethemed Pirates of the Caribbean one scene. Mm -hmm. People are still pissed about this. Oh, People yeah. are yeah. still angry With about Red, this. yeah. With Red the Pirate. Oh. Yep. Yeah. They read that's one animatronic character that they took, rebuilt one. And it took them like they read months it. to redo. Months and months and months yeah. to redo. So, uh, and it's terrible. The voiceover is terrible. The character it just looks doesn't terrible. Well, it doesn't match. And this, like, the funny thing is, is this is like the newest animatronic. This should be like the state of the art best animatronic in the entire ride. Yep. And the animatronics from the 50s look far better. Oh, yeah. it, looks, this, it, it looks awful. It looks I like something that one. should be in the log flume at Knott's. Yeah, it's yeah. it it one terrible. of the worst animatronics I've ever seen. Well, the, the issue I have with this ride, and then we can, you know, move on from Pirates of the Caribbean, is it pulls you out of the ride when you see it. Yeah. And that's the opposite of what Disneyland wants you to do yeah, when you're on a ride. It's very jarring. Mm -hmm. It is very jarring. I agree with you. So the biggest problem I think they're going to run into is that there's an infrastructure underneath the set where all of these animatronics function. And are controlled. And are controlled mm -hmm. and fed power and fed all this stuff, which means you're going to have to retheme those characters. Okay, can you just throw a new vest on a stork or something and say it's uh, Princess and the Frog? Well, I guess. Yeah. But you don't have the same characters. So they'd have to be reskinned, number one. Reprogrammed. Reprogrammed, uh -huh. number two. You mm -hmm. would have to shut this ride down for months, if not more than a year, to try and pull this off. Okay? And it's one of your most popular rides. Yeah. That's the biggest one. Splash Mountain in the summertime, even in the wintertime, but especially in the summertime, is the most popular ride in the entire park. It's my, it's my favorite ride. Oh, it's Chungus favorite. Which, it's my favorite. Yeah. Splash Mountain is hands down in the summertime the most popular ride in the park. And that's due in no small part to the amount of animatronics, the immersive nature of it, the log flume nature of it, and the music. Mm -hmm. Now, The Princess and the Frog has okay music, but by and large, it was a failure. 
I love uh, yeah, Princess yeah. and the Frog. I think it was a great movie, but it was a failure. It was our last animated film. And there's a oh. reason why they haven't done another one. Because it was a critical success. It was a commercial failure. Wow. Nobody mm -hmm. went to see it. Yeah. And you've got to take those songs that are frankly subpar. They're not as good as Song of the South. Or, or it's one of the weaker Disney movies in terms of music. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to put that music in the park and in the ride. And it's not going to work. People aren't into it. So you're going to take the most popular ride in the park and you're going to retheme it for, for something that was a critical failure or a, a commercial failure, yeah. I should say. It's not going to happen. Not only that, when they rethemed Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, that was panic fire. Yes, that was. That was oh, panic fire. I forgot about that. Yeah. Nobody was going on Tower of Terror. I, I talked to the executives. Yeah. They were getting, you know, Pirates gets thousands of people per hour. These guys were getting tens of people per hour. Oh, in Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, and it's largely film-based. It's movie, there's no animatronics in it. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just video. Yeah. Yeah. So not only that, DCA, Disney's California Adventure, hasn't made money ever. So they're panicking. So they're gonna retheme everything in Marvel back in that area. So it fits to retheme because they're retheming an entire land yeah. that isn't working, that people don't go to. So that's why they're doing that there. Then you have Splash Mountain that is the most popular ride in all of Disneyland. Yeah. Yes, The Princess and the Frog takes place in New Orleans. Yes, there are some parallels. Yes, if you really wanted to stretch it. You could make the, it work, but. The, the geniuses at Disney could make it work. Yeah. But are they going to make it work because of cancel culture? Well. The funny thing is, like, I love how you're coming at this from a business standpoint and finances. The thing is, they're saying this ride's racist. There's not even a single person in this ride. It's all a bunch of animals no. dancing around. There's it, nothing racist. There's about. nothing racist about it. Then that's the thing that's like, yeah, from a finance standpoint, it doesn't work. But from a story standpoint, it's a bunch yeah, of animals. I want to touch I, on I, that. Like, that's something I don't get exactly. at all. From a story standpoint, yeah, it's a bunch of animals, and they are pulled from Song of the South. Yes. But one thing I notice is, I bet you anything, the majority of the people that are commenting. I saw this a lot. I had no idea that it was Song of the South. A lot of people don't. And these don't. people that are upset have a lot never of don't. seen the movie uh -huh. and had no idea that Splash Mountain came from Song of the South. Okay, yeah. but see here, here's the thing. Splash Mountain is not Song of the South. Splash no. Mountain is the Uncle Remus stories. Yeah. They're two completely different that's a, good point. Uh, that's a character that people have the most trouble with. Now, this gets me into my little editorial part of this. This is the thing that I think people don't understand. And this is a straight up appeal from me to our liberal friends. We have so many liberal listeners. Please listen to me with your heart for a mm -hmm. moment. Okay. Something I'm, I'm socially, I'm quite liberal, conservative in some areas, very liberal in other areas. What's happening right now to our country is you have people on the far left that are screaming at the top of their lungs, making a ton of noise, and they're screaming into their own echo chamber. So these things are reverberating and they're bouncing back and forth and they're feeling empowered because they're screaming into their echo chamber. Okay. And what they're not understanding is that there are hundreds of millions of people around the U.S. that don't agree with them. Yeah. There are hundreds of millions of people that are looking at this. Lots and lots of liberals I know are absolutely repulsed by the way a lot of these people are behaving. The petitions and the cancel culture mm -hmm. and, the, and the, the, this segment of liberalism of the left wing has become more conservative than the conservatives. <laughs> they're restricting free speech. They're, they're doing what is tantamount in today's world to book burning. 
Mm-hmm. They're trying to oh, yeah. remove symbols of our history. They're trying to erase parts of our nation's history rather than learn from it. They're trying to pretend like it's not there huh. because they're saying, well, we're honoring things. My liberal friends, please listen to me. This is wrong. You don't take, and not only that, it's selective morality. Oh, yeah. You yeah. don't see people rioting or, or, or mad or protesting HBO because they have in their on-demand HBO Max, they have gone with the wind. Well, no, they, they pulled it. They, they pulled, pulled it. it. They pulled it for, because they're adding a, a tag to the front of it. Yeah. But when they pulled it, Spencer's like, they pulled it. <laughs> no, they pulled it. They're going to put it back up. But yeah, when they pulled it, back it up. people went crazy. They were mad that they pulled it. Not bad that it was on there. Yes. They were furious that they pulled it. There are stronger racial stereotypes based on that era of history. Way worse than Splash Mountain or oh, yeah. Song of the South. We went back and watched Song of the South. It's not racist. You have the rich white plantation owners, and then you have the the black hired help that live in the cabins out in the woods. Mm -hmm. But you have them all treating each other nice, interacting with each other, showing each other respect. Nobody's being treated poorly. You've got the young rich white kid who's hanging out with Uncle Remus out in the woods, and everybody's great with this. This is not racist. Yeah. It, they don't like the stereotypes, but that is the era in which this movie takes place. I think you've got something there with that is the era in which this movie takes place. And people need to also remember the era in which things were filmed. Yeah. Um, this was filmed in the early 50s or late 40s. Late 40s. Like late yeah. 40s. Yeah. Looking back with our current lens, it's it's uncomfortable sometimes. And it's a little cringy The stereotypes are a little, you know, you're like, yeah. okay, that's... Well, you mentioned that... This culture and not being the, the more liberal person in the room. Yeah. Like, I think it's ridiculous because you're you're burning books. You are hiding yeah. and you're burying history rather than respecting and looking through the lens. And understanding it. Yeah. And understanding this is the evolution of our country. Well, and by doing that, you create a mystique and a, an aura of mystery around which in, in many cases makes things so much worse. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was going to say. You don't, want it, you don't listen. We have army bases and military bases named after Confederate generals. The Confederates were pro By all and large, they were horrible people. Yeah, they are. You know, and are still considered to be horrible people. That doesn't mean you erase. Well, we've got to talk about down. army bases. Oh, yeah. yeah, we've got helicopters. Uh, <laughs> there's an invasion going on outside. <laughs> So uh, we have life flight. We're right in the path for life flight. Um, we have a hospital close to us. So yeah. every once in a while, you'll hear life flight come over. It makes me sad every time because I, I know, know that that's somebody oh. that's in, in dire straits. Anyway, um, uh, look, my point is this. Enough with the PC bullshit. You know, my liberal friends, enough with this. Uh, I, I'm sad as someone who has some very liberal tendencies, at least socially, yeah. working in the world of entertainment, in the world of comedy. Uh, this is This is not... You're, you're a couple of things. Number one, you're not endearing anyone to your side of the party. Mm-hmm. First of all, you're you're actually really repulsing a lot of people within your no. own party. Mm-hmm. Second of all, and thirdly, freedom of expression is a wonderful thing. Like I I might be disagreeing with you here, but I agree with changing military base names or not having statues of Confederate generals and things like that. Don't erase them from history, but don't celebrate them. But then when you turn on Paw Patrol. You make a parody oh, right. of your own argument I heard about and you get yeah. thrown well, away. No, there's a lot of them. There's, and, and I can touch on that. But really quickly about the military bases, if you're celebrating the general who did horrible things and the base is named after him, that's fine. But we, let's take Fort Bragg, for example. 
Fort Bragg, our nation's heroes, have trained and served and died while working at Fort Bragg. It's no longer about the general that the that the base is named after. That's a it's great about point. all of the people that have served mm. there throughout history that have pride in where they were trained. Fort Benning's another one. Fort yeah. Hood is another one. These are great, great institutions to the United States. You can't change the name of the base for the people that served there, regardless of the general. And that's what my argument is. You can't erase history that way. Yeah. The thing, the, you know, to your point about Paw Patrol, they're redoing Looney Tunes. They're going to remake Looney Tunes and Yosemite Sam and Elmer Fudd can't have guns. Which is ridiculous. That's they can so still have dynamite. Dumb. Doesn't make so any dumb. sense. No, Number one, why remake them at all? Why do they need to be remade at all? So are they going through and just? They're, so they're not remaking them. They're, it's a brand new Looney Tunes show, a continuation. I actually. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were rebooting no. the Looney Tunes. No, oh, no. Okay. so it's, it's a new. It's a new series. It's a new okay, series. That's it's, good to know. it's Looney Tunes. So you can go back and you can watch all the old Looney Tunes still, and they still have everything that they used to have. Yep. And this is where I think Warner Brothers has done a fantastic job. AT&T specifically, mm -hmm. the leadership they brought to Warner Brothers has been fantastic. But they're not hiding any of the insensitive material. They're not putting it away in the closet and not acknowledging it. Disney. Yeah. <laughs> what they're doing is they are adding tags in front of these cartoons. Saying so you got to understand the time in which. Yeah. This saying made. this was made in this time and it has certain well, stereotypes and racial. I mean, that's totally fine. Okay, I don't yeah. think I there's anything. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I really, I really have a problem, and I'm really. This show is now non-politically correct. That's from here on out. No, listen. No, we're not. We're going to bring comedy back. We're going to keep comedy dangerous. Comedy needs to be what it what it is. And anybody else that has a problem with it, you can suck it. Choose not to listen. Yeah. You know, but this is what we're going to do. Uh, because I'm tired. I'm fed up with this PC cancel culture. And the thing that I think is so hilarious is you have this Chaz, which is happening right now. Oh, and see, if, uh, if you're a liberal yeah. person, you should be very concerned. You should be very concerned about what you're seeing on the extreme far end of your of your community. I get very concerned about the things that happen on the string, the extreme far end of my community. Guys with their, you know, protesting because they can't go get their hair cut during a pandemic. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was so very, stupid. very concerned about that. Yeah. If you're a liberal and you're seeing, uh, let me just draw this out for people who may only be kind of paying attention. There's an area of Seattle called Cap Hill, Capitol Hill. Yeah. Chandler and I know this area well. Uh, Our number one market when we were touring, when Chandler and I were professional, full-time dance music DJs, yep. and we were touring around the world and playing all over the place, our number one market was Seattle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That was our number one. Seattle and Spokane was our number one area for Chandler and I to yeah. play. And then I, I filmed several movies and videos and tons of stuff up in Seattle as well for we the know movie very stuff. Well. Yeah. Joey Snow is in Seattle. Yeah. Who's oh, on yeah. Bash Music. I love Seattle. I hate Seattle. And I feel bad, <laughs> I feel bad saying this, you know, because Joey lives there. Uh, and he I just broke and, his heart. And well, it was our number one market. We have a lot of fans. Yeah. And a lot of people that listen to Ronan that live in Seattle. And so, you know, respectfully, uh, every time I went there, I was kind of grouchy because I had to go to Seattle. It's just not my <laughs> oh, yeah. place. I, 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 yeah, I like Seattle. Cap Hill is very much, that's where all the nightclubs and bars, it's kind of like the Riverwalk in San Antonio yep. or some of these kind of party districts. And so what happens is you have these far left wing anarchists who have taken control of Cap Hill. And they're saying, this is the free people. They call it the Cap Hill autonomous zone. You're now leaving the United States. Okay. And they're thinking this is a beautiful, the mayor of Seattle is like, oh, it's the new summer of love. Just let them have their block party. She's calling it a, blo mm -hmm. a block party. It's absolutely ridiculous. Here's, but this is what I want all of my liberal friends to pay attention to if you haven't, because we have so many liberal people listening to the show and thank God you're here, okay? 
I want you to take a look at what they did. They took over a police precinct. They took over a, it's like four to six block area in the core of downtown Seattle. So okay. probably a couple Starbucks. And what was the, I would say probably 80. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was the first thing they did? They fenced it off. They put up barriers. They put armed guards around every corner and they're checking IDs to let you in. How free is that? Holy How cow. autonomous is yeah. that? Not only that, they're extorting people that are inside the community itself saying you have to pay us yeah, in like order to operate your business. Yeah. So they immediately, by instinct, started doing the very things that they said they're rejecting from the United States of America. They put up a border, they put up a, an armed force to protect the area, and now they're charging taxes for people to be able to operate within. And they're checking IDs for everyone to go in and out. They have become far more conservative than the conservatives. That is insane. So they can sit in there Holy and do their graffiti cow. and smoke their pot and do their meth and draw on the side of the police building and talk about how how effed up the man is when they're doing the exact same things. This is not okay. No, it's not. Not oh, even wow. close to okay. If you're a liberal, you need to reject this because it's making you look terrible. Defund the police. You have people in masks with machine guns and K-rails standing outside. You have borders where the police are no longer allowed to get in. Responses to violent crimes and rapes of women are taking three times the normal average to respond to because they can't get through those streets. Holy so they have to go cow. all the way around if there's a problem on either side of the street. Yeah, there's a, a there is a wing of the liberal community that should be absolutely ashamed of themselves. And not only that, you want to get Donald Trump elected, my liberal friends. I work as a political consultant for all political parties, not just conservatives. I've worked with Democrats many, many times. You want to get Donald Trump elected? Keep this shit up. Yeah. Keep it up. Yeah. yeah. Because you're yelling into your echo chamber and you're making an awful lot of noise. And what you don't understand is there are hundreds of millions of people who are absolutely disgusted by your behavior. And they're all sitting there quietly, not saying a word because they know they're going to go to the ballot box. They're going to vote and you people can F off. Well, look what and happened in 2016. Nothing. I mean, that's, that's exactly much, what happened. Yeah, it is, I, yeah, I think it's going to be much worse. Yeah, I think so, too. And that's why if you don't like Donald Trump, that's why if you want to see Democrat leaders elected, not only at a federal level, but at a local and municipal level, you've got to get your own people under control because mm -hmm. they're out of control. And they're, in my opinion, acting like a six year old with a handgun. You oh, don't yeah. know how it's going to go, but you're damn sure it's going to wind up in the newspaper. Well, you know? here's the thing. I, we all know that I don't like Donald Trump. Sure. Right. Yeah. But there's one hard and fast rule to avoid being an extreme on either side that I have. And it's, I will not talk politics on Twitter, on Facebook or social know, media. Either. We yeah, actually yeah. try not to talk politics on this show, but when you see the tie-ins, when people can't even go to Disneyland without a certain segment of the community raging against the machine, you, you got to say something. You can't do right. it. Yeah, you, you've got you. You have to say something, and you have to say, "Look, stop yelling into your own echo chamber." Nobody likes you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. First of all, the people that are doing this, the burning of the buildings and the rioting and the and the shitting on police cars, all the stuff that I've seen over the past couple of weeks. The entire country is disgusted by you. They're just not saying anything because they know what it's going to take to get you people to shut up and they're just gonna go vote. So if you're liberal, A, 
get control of your party. Go on social media and just say, hey, look, this is not, you know, you have Black Lives Matter. You have Black organizations, NAACP and all kinds of Black community groups trying to go into Cap Hill and saying, look, you guys are ruining this. You're mm -hmm. ruining George Floyd. Yeah. You're causing so many problems. There needs to be an outcry from the liberal community saying, hey, look, this is not liberalism. Oh, it's yeah. controlling speech is not yeah. liberalism. It's all over social media. These these people that are kind of left of center and a little bit more saying the exact same thing. Like, hey, you guys need to chill out because you are ruining the moment. And it, it, mm. it's the same for the, the far, far right. I mean, you had the people that were protesting in Michigan with armed guards outside of the governor's office. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you make everybody look bad. You, you can't defund the police, first of all. No, you can't do it. If you want to provide, you know, better oversight and stop under prosecution of bad cops, I'm right there with you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. I'm right there with yeah. you. Yeah. Like what's happening I don't in know if you saw what Spike Lee had to say about this. And he's not somebody I agree with very often. Mm -hmm. Sure. But he he railed against the, the tagline defund the police because it is so ambiguous. He's like, this isn't our goal. This isn't what we want. And that's not what we mean by defund the police. But you guys are taking such a radical stance that it is ruining it's obscuring the message. Everything. Well, not yeah. only that, it's going to guarantee that Donald Trump gets elected. Yeah, oh, because the message is, we don't want the we don't want to get rid of the police. We want them reformed. We want to look at budgets and say, are we actually using the budgets wisely to pay the police to do what they're supposed to do? Yeah, I mean, there's no there's no reason for a, a police department in Rigby, Idaho, to have a tank. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a great point. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. I mean, there's a lot of white supremacists up there, and they may they may make the argument that no, there's very much a reason to have a tank. But I just think that the uh, that the uh, arguments need to be transparent, and the reasons need to be clear. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, coming from a long line of cops, I almost became I was. I was in, going to the police academy. Yeah. Spencer almost became a cop. Yeah. Chandler almost became a cop. Uh, yeah. The, you've got people that are, you know, nobody loves cops more than us. And I'll tell you, it's a cliched thing, but it really is true. Knowing all the cops that I know and the family that I know, no one hates a bad cop more than a cop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if you saw so, the, the statement by the chief of police in Dallas, Texas. So he's an African-American. I, I saw this. And it's a very, very interesting statement that he made on this. He says... We are overworked as police officers. We're required at a very, very low pay to do more than we're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. We have to respond to all these different calls where you should have a social worker there. You should have a licensed therapist there. You should have somebody who can actually deescalate and has the tools and resources equipped to handle these situations. But because we have to deal with this, we're overworked, we're overstressed, and it ruins our response time to actual emergencies because we have to go get a kitten out of a tree. Yeah. We yeah, have to go exactly. stop an you argument. You have to handle all of it. Yeah. Write a report for a fender bender yeah. when you know, there's actual like bad things going on. So I will say this. I think we as Radio Ronin, our listeners as a community, I think we can all go far to say, hey, look, we love cops. Okay, We don't love 100 bad cops. 100% love them. Yeah. We, love, we love cops. We love gay people. We love left-wing people. We love right-wing people. People are different. Mm -hmm. and the community beautiful. is different. It's a beautiful thing. That's what this country is all about. Okay. Stop with the cancel culture. Stop with the left wing anarchist bullshit. Stop treating police like they're animals. They're not. They're damn no. hardworking people and they deserve our respect. Yep. And they have mine and they'll continue to have mine. And believe me, coming out of the entertainment world and coming out of the club world, I've had numerous run ins with cops. Numerous. And you know what? They're just working hard trying to do a good job. You know, I was talking to you guys off the air about, hey, you know, I had a black Escalade, a jet black Escalade with blacked out windows and big silver rims. Uh -huh. And I got pulled over 
constantly. I got pulled over three times driving home from a gig once. Wow. Never happens, you know, never happens in the other cars. Yeah. You know, never happened in the Viper, never happens in the other cars. Only that car I got pulled over all the time. That shit is real. People have a real reason to say, hey, stop profiling me. I can tell you no, firsthand yeah. the surprise on the officer's faces when they come up to my car and they see a middle-aged white guy. And I even had one guy go, hey, man, you know, we're just spot checking cars based on what we think could be a problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Only yeah. one of all of these cops ever actually owned that. Huh. Really? So there's, that, there's, that's wrong. there's lessons to be learned. Yeah. There are things that can be improved on. There are things that can be changed, but nobody loves a cop more than Chunga. And I think, I think we as Radio Ronin, as a community that's listening to this, could probably you know, spend a little less time uh, yelling into that echo chamber and using some of our own free thought and going, hey, you, you know what? You know, when I turn all this shit off, all the social media, when I turn all of this off, the world looks pretty damn good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. People are normal. People are functioning. People are trying to get by just like we are every single day. And that's beautiful. And the heart of what you just said is, is really what is getting lost in in these in the, in the riots, in the violence. Yeah, totally. And, yeah. and we have to have those these improvements need to be made. And they're good. the real improvements that need to be made are being lost. Yeah. Because yeah. do you really do you really think that that conservatives or, or either side are going to come meet in the middle if if they see you throwing a fit? Yeah. yeah. The message yeah. is being drowned out in the violence. Yeah. Too bad. It's, and it's too bad. And people so enough aren't doing with enough the dumb research. petitions about Disneyland. Enough with the dumb petitions about Song of the South. You're not doing that for Gone with the Wind. Knock this stuff off. Nobody, you're, you're making people hate you. I mean, ramp it down. Take it from take it from level eleven down to level six. To quote my favorite philosopher Obi Wan, he said, <laughs> "You've become the very thing you've sworn to destroy." Oh, that's so true. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. Right. yeah. Listen, rant over. See, I told you it was going to get a little ranty. Well, you know, I, mean, I think some okay. of this stuff needs to be said. We've we've actually removed a lot of the stuff that we're saying here. We've said it in different environments around the riots and things like that. Very true. But we've had to remove it just because it seemed dated. Well, this is the non-dated version of yeah. it. And now, like hearing the word change, I keep thinking, what would I change at Disneyland? Like mm. if Oh, I you're back could... on the rides? Yes. Well, I think oh. it's a great way to get out of the rant, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with it. It's that. a great I'm, way to, I'm, I'm, to walk out the rant. If I, um, so I was I was stuck on the ride, and I'm sorry my mind went out the window. You can no, no, no. <laughs> it's, 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 I, I think there's probably a lot of people that did that, <laughs> unfortunately. But uh, if I could make a ride at Disneyland, because back to your point about back Splash to the happy Mountain, stuff. like you can't retheme Splash Mountain without essentially building a new ride. So why not just build a new ride? And I was thinking, hmm, okay. what ride? You're thinking like a chunga pole? Is that, is that what you're thinking here? If you want I to turn it into one. That, yeah. Okay. That'd be a Lay it on like, what, are you, what are you thinking? If you could build any ride at Disneyland, what would it be? Would you, can we, can can we, we say build or re I would say re-theme. Build or re-theme. Build or re-theme. I would re-theme all of re-theme. I would re-theme all of California Adventure. Just bulldoze it. <laughs> yeah, Start the over. Thing. Uh, is that retheming or just? I don't want to tell you that. I feel I feel bad for those guys. I got in a big fight with the lady that was in charge of the production of DCA the night before it opened. Oh geez. Or the day oh. before on my show, got in a big argument because I'm like, "What were you thinking? This is going to be an ugly baby. It's going to be an ugly baby." Mm-hmm. And she was so mad at me, and she's like, "How dare you?" We have worked so hard on this. I'm like, no, no, it's not a question of working hard. Who's going to want to spend all of their hard-earned blood, blood and treasure so they can come into DCA and see how tortillas are made? <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah, we didn't have enough money. 
There it yeah, is. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. That's the issue. They weren't and they're still not money. making money on and it. And they're still losing money on it. Yeah. Well, so... Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh, I, I have, I have so you would, you would bulldoze DCA. Well, I, I don't know if that's my answer, though. Like, as far I, as Disneyland goes, um, I, you know, before I went to uh, Disneyland back here in February and went through Star Wars and everything, yep. I always thought Star Wars should have been its own in, land in California Adventure or its own theme theme park like completely. a third like a third park uh-huh. oh, yeah. oh yeah okay i think it fits i'm fine with it um but as far as like what i would add i definitely get rid of the submarines and i know yes i'm sorry <laughs> i'm kind of no! okay. I, i'm kind of okay with that i would i would pave over it i love the lagoon i love the well, lagoon it's really pretty there. i do too it's, it's pretty but the ride's not very good <laughs> no it always stinks and it's yeah. recycled. I mean, that place. If anybody's going to get Corona in Disneyland, it's oh, going to be it's the it's subs. Yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> it's not Corona. They're you're you're looking. You put your face down in that portal as you're watching everything. Uh-huh. All that Corona floating around. Yeah. In there. yeah, for sure. <laughs> I would I would pave over that, and I actually really want the the Tron ride. I would uh, I would uh, pave. Tron. You stole I would mine. Pave. I probably did. Yep, which I apologize. Um, but I I would just retheme all of. Here's okay. my, my, I would keep the subs in my version. Okay. I would get rid of Autopia because for okay. me, Autopia sucks. Autopia sucks. Oh, for yeah. I'm just going to stand in line so I can sit in traffic or for the locals. It's LA. You're always sitting in traffic. Why would you go to a land and then sit in traffic? Not and only that they use, they, they're not car. electric. They actually use gas, which so is really hilarious bad for, for the environment. The, yeah. For all the environmental stuff that Disney talks about, they're using gas operated little go-karts. Yeah. And, and Tesla sponsored oh. it for a little bit, but that didn't last long. And it's horrible being like anything over six foot. Because you're bow You can't drive. It's not and a you can't ride. drive. Yeah. And it takes up a massive chunk of, of the park. Uh-huh. Get rid of that Prime Adam Tron estate. ride. And I mean, it, for I know Tron didn't go great, but if you look at like Shanghai Disney, the Tron ride is a huge success. The roller coaster oh, ride, yeah. the light cycle. The light cycle ride, it's yeah. badass. Throw that in Disneyland. I, I think that would be a huge I bet you hit. if you added a Tron ride, it would build the brand. Oh, well, add another movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, yep. I mean, expand upon that. But I think a Tron ride would be Awesome. That's that's definitely my. So I, I think for both of us, I, we probably agree. Mm-hmm. Tomorrowland should just be rethemed altogether. Anyway, uh, it's about I don't time think it needs to be rethemed altogether. Like Space Tomorrowland's awesome. got some got some issues. It's always had issues though. It's always behind from, the curve. From its build, it, yeah. it, it's immediately outdated the minute it's finished. Technology's oh, changed yeah. so fast. Yeah. yeah. You know what I would do? I would build Machu Picchu in Adventureland. And I would do an Emperor's, Emperor's New Groom. Emperor's, Emperor's New, New Groom. Oh. It would be another log flume or maybe a roller coaster in it that ended. That's, with, a, good, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. But it would end with the scene building up to pull the lever, Kronk. Roll the lever. And you, see, that's awesome. You just drop. Okay, so Josh wants Tron. Chandler wants Tron. Yep. Josh wants to retheme all of Tomorrowland. Chandler wants Let's to take out Autopia. Autopia sucks. And I, I, I want to pave the lagoon. Stop it. Don't pay the lagoon. <laughs> I'm, I'm not listening to that part. And then you have Spencer who wants to build something in Adventureland, Machu Picchu. I love that idea. That's a cool it, idea. It, it, that yeah, is it's a, a South idea. America. It's a property that's got a cool <laughs> well, it's a following right? now. It'd be fun. Yeah. They, it, it needs to be a fast roller coaster, kind of like... Uh, uh, well, it would totally be that scene from when... It's, I mean, it's in the movie. Kronk yeah. Uh-huh. Go down well, into let me, let me Let me help you guys out. First of all, two of you are actually going to get your wish. Tron? What? So, and it goes back to another reason why they're not going to redo Splash Mountain. 
they've been closed. They've lost a ton of money. Uh -huh. They are still losing money on Star Wars land, which is still not developed the right way. You have Rise of the Resistance, which has only been able to operate for a month that they spent a billion dollars on. And it's amazing. That's some of the stuff with Splash Mountain I was not able to talk about earlier. Yeah. Uh, and they have a 10-year plan already. That 10-year plan includes removing Autopia and putting in Tron. Yes! Woo! <laughs> I'm so, getting my way. And they were they were basically what was going to happen was they were going to finish with Star Wars Land. They were going to redo parts of Fantasyland. I did they hear that, make, yeah. They were going to add potentially a Frozen ride or they were going to try and add, you know, something for the little girls in Fantasyland. I even heard the, rumors you know, of... The, the young little girls, the little princesses. Oh. And then they were going to do Tron yeah. after that. I heard there's so. rumors of even expanding Peter Pan, making that a big ride because the queue is so big for like oh, yeah. a 45 second ride. A Frozen oh, yeah. ride and an expanded Peter Pan ride, which would unfortunately remove Mr. Toads. Which I love. So, I love Mr. Toads. That would suck. But, right. And they're um, keeping the lagoon. They're keeping the lagoon. Yes, yes they are. Yes. yes. So, so this is so that you guys are actually on, what? and then Spencer, they actually did talk about doing exactly what you said. Oh, really? No way. They did, um, but Adventureland is too small, uh, and they don't have uh, the, they yeah. don't have the, they just don't have the space to try. They and could do, do that, that. In DCA. They so they're they gonna be, they may, maybe, but I, I love that idea. My idea would be this. Okay, I'm excited about this. This is my idea. So you have Toontown, which may or may not be sticking around. So they may actually yeah. remove Toontown as phase two of, of Galaxy's Edge. It needs to go. Nobody knows for sure, but they are building Mickey's Runaway Railway. So this is my concept based on, it's based on the fact that they leave Toontown. Okay. So you go to Toontown where all the tunes live, where Mickey and Minnie live, and, and this is where they live. And off in the corner, you see kind of a wooded area where the tunes are afraid to go. Mickey and Minnie are afraid okay. to go. It's a heavily wooded area. And it takes you back to a town called Sleepy Hollow. No. Oh. No. Where, where Mickey and Minnie, they're all too scared to go back there. And you have to go over this bridge, this covered bridge, <laughs> to get in there. And they have restaurants back there, and they have some different things. But you have the legend of Sleepy Hollow ride. With the Headless with, Horseman. With Ichabod Crane oh, man. and the Headless oh. Horseman. And you have a second scary ride in the park. So you have the Haunted Mansion, and then you'll get Sleeping another Hollow. scary ride Well, and in. if they get rid of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, perfect. Yeah, I mean... Well, well this would be back in two they, they were part of the same DVD or VHS back in the day when I was a kid. Oh, oh right. right, yes. It, no, it, I it, see, it was Sleeping Hollow, that. and then it was Mr. Toad. The Adventure of Mr. Toad. Yeah. Huh. So that's what I would say, is you have in Toontown this very happy cartoony place, and then off in the corner you have this thing that's kind of run down and kind of creepy and kind of scary. The contrast of the super happy tunes, and then you go back and it's like, oh my gosh, I what is this? Well, what is this area back yeah, here? I'm that, into it. That's actually kind of a big thing in Disney in general. Like Disney Channel has uh, what? Is, oh gosh, what's their their series about all the villains? Oh, Do you remember? Disney, oh. Disney villains, the Disney yeah, villains Hades or whatever, and, and yeah. Maleficent. And, yeah. yeah, so uh, that is a thing, and I think it's more accept yeah. acceptable now yeah. to you, kind of bring those. I, know, I, think you just, I think you just you just have this area that's kind of tucked back in the back. Mm -hmm. You take some of the backstage area, you turn that into. Uh, a Sleepy Hollow That'd area, be fun. which is cool. a 1700s uh, little town in New York. Bring in a lot of trees. Make it kind of a small land. There's n there's not much back there. Uh -huh. Maybe a couple of shops and then just the one ride. That would be really that cool. That would almost be, be kind of cool to do like a walkthrough horror. Well, that's, yeah, how, have a big that's how Haunted Mansion yeah. was designed at first, was a walkthrough. And so it's Pirates. Yeah. Pirates, Pirates as well. So, so that's oh, a Chunga Pole. That's the Chunga Pole today. Uh, super, super simple. What would you add or retheme at Disneyland? What ride? Bonus what points. Ride? Bonus points if it's the lagoon. No, stop. <laughs> stop Quit it, man. I love the lagoon. Josh. No. 
He's just trolling me. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's just trolling me, dude. All yeah. right, so what ride would you re, re, uh, reimagine, okay. re-theme, or what would you build in Disneyland? In terms of a ride, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. All, All right, right we've got some super producers we need to thank. Yeah, we do. The, the Radio Ronin Show is produced in part by... All right, at 2020, we have Stacy Schreiber, Ben Booth, the Badger Man, Sensei KP at TradingGround.us, nice. Tomas, Travis Gustafson, Chef Shammy. Oh, Chef Shammy. Chef Shammy. Yeah. We're about to talk about Chef Shammy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 2021, Josh Burr. 2025, George Ann Tate. Oh, yeah, 20, brand new. Brand, brand new. new George Ann Tate. Very good. $22 a month. Mikey Hales. 2222, Kitty Fantastico and Amy B. Yes. 2277, Hemi Hunsaker. 2311, Darren Phillips. Okay. 2314, Joel Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. 2468, Jordan Resick. <laughs> Jordan Rexick. Rexick. In Virginia, Jordan Rexick. All right, now we have a big long list of $25 a month. These we guys are all 25 bucks a month. All 25 okay. bucks a, a month. Big list. All right. Charles Shagany, Amanda and Travis Shields, Dennis and Natalie Gaunt, Sandy Rozier, Marissa and Megan the Johnson girls. Oh, yeah, Brian. Yeah, Brian. Brian. Thank you. Thank you for, up, for the Shay, upgrade. Shay K. Daniels Jr., Dr. Gill, Tire Factory Point S. Tire and Auto Service in American Fork. Oh. Tire Factory Point S. Tire and Auto Service in American Fork. This show is dedicated to you. That's a good one. There we Thank go. Thank you to our friends That's at Point S. Point S. Tire and Auto Service. There you go. In the shape of a tire. All right. Thanks, guys. We also have Ian Daisley. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Now we have three podcasts here on the Radio Ronin Network who donate $25 a month. Yeah. We have Steve Peacock from Infendo Radio. Nice. Coach Blue from Addict to Athlete. And Ian and Angela from the New Day podcast. Yeah, yeah. and they also donate on their own, which is ridiculous. It's yeah, amazing. Crazy. Yeah, so I'm cool. excited. I'm going to be on the New Day podcast pretty soon. Nice. Oh, sweet. I think I'm going to go record in the next week or so. I'm right. excited to be on this show. Awesome. So at 2527, we have the easy breezy, beautiful L'Oreal. $27 <laughs> a month, we have Jonathan Vascar. 2813, Jolene and Grant Jones. $30, Jordy Carroll and Marta Lord. Yes. Thirty-five fifty-five. Doctor Steve McKiff of McKiff Dental. Nice. Did I get that right? Yep, yes, you did. You did. <laughs> and thirty-nine ninety-eight. Jaron Cahoon. Oh, all the way from Jaren. Alabama. Thank you, Jaron Cahoon. That's a big down list. There, down there in Alabama. That's a big list, Josh. Thank you. That's so an much. awesome list. Lots yeah, of numbers. Um, and uh, speaking of Chef Shammy, we just we just talked about him just a second ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to Chef Shammy, our sponsor of this show. Can I just inject his butter in my veins? Right. I think and I already have. It's addictive as hell, man. Oh, I'm not, yeah. like, it's so addictive. I don't do anything now. I just tried it for the first time a couple of weeks ago. I don't put any. I, I eat no bread that doesn't have Chef Shammy's on it. Nope. Well, it's and, crazy. And, and I do keto. Or- <laughs> I do keto, and I I fried some some chicken in that garlic butter. Oh. oh. We, we bought some like dinner rolls and just had tons of the cinnamon honey butter. Oh, just so it was all amazing. over these oh. rolls. That's like, oh, we it's ate great. one night. They use only real butter and natural flavors. No oils, preservatives, or margarine. Kosher, halal, gluten-free. You can check out realbutter.com. Okay, that's go to realbutter.com. Yeah. realbutter.com. They have nearly 500 recipes all made using Chef Chamois butter. So mm. uh, there's there's a there's a great story with this, and so I want to I want to make sure to get this out, and then I want to talk about this incredible story. So they're available pretty much at every grocery store in Utah, except Smiths, and nationwide they can be found at Sprouts, Sam's Club, and select Target stores. You can also order via Amazon. Oh, super uh, easy. The the flavors: Parmesan garlic basil, mm. but no Parmesan basil garlic butter. 
uh, cinnamon brown sugar honey butter, Asiago and chives. There's other flavors that I'm not going to just, I'm not gonna read off another laundry list here. Go check out realbutter.com and you can get them all. But I wrote down this, I found this story. Ooh. And I wanna tell you how Chef Shammy's began. This, this is, is actually, actually cool it's a cool story. Oh. So Chef Shammy began, it started in the home kitchen of David Shammy. Okay. And that was his name. The founder of Chef, he, he's the Chef The original Shammy. chef. He used to make a special kind of garlic butter and he would give them out to his neighbors as Christmas gifts. Neighbors and family, here's my special recipe of garlic butter and everybody loved it. So during his youngest daughter's senior year of high school, uh, she asked him to make this family butter, this garlic butter that he would give as Christmas gifts. She asked him to make the garlic butter so that she could sell it during the intermission of her school play. She was a drama student. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. And oh, she yeah. wanted to sell the she she was kind of tired of the usual candy bar crappy cookie dough and we're going to raise money for the drama club. Right. So she decided, well, let's do the garlic butter. So in the inter intermission of a school play, uh, I guess her dad, David Shammy, what he did was he made up enough garlic butter to make it through the run of the play. He said, we'll probably sell this many tubs of garlic butter uh, per intermission per show. And this should cover it. Right. Well, they sold out the very first night and mm. Chef Shammy's garlic butter was born. And wow. that's how it started. So it started out of a, a drama club fundraiser, basically. Just and that really was a huge, huge thing. Fun. It's amazing. And that and that's how it was born. And people immediately took to it and they loved it. So uh, go grab yourself some Chef Shammy's. Again, they have a very bright, colorful tub. It says uh, Chef Shammy on it. And, uh, and they also have a kind of a boutique brand as well called uh, Fresh Churned which you can get at the deli or mm -hmm. at bakeries. Oh, cool. Okay, And it has a different kind of branding on it. But just go to realbutter.com and check it all out. All right. Thank you, Chef Shammy. I'm hungry all again. Time now. It's time for, uh, we did this feature last week. This feature is, it was an instant hit, like an immediate hit. We call it Headline D&D. &D, and here's how this works. I love this game. I do too. We have a series of headlines that we have not read. Spencer, I'm, oh, I'm looking the at list. the list okay. right now. So basically what this is, is we're scouring things to talk about for the show, Radio Ronin. We take a look at all of these headlines and we go, if there's a bizarre headline, we go, well, this would be a great candidate for headline D&D. &D. And we don't read the we don't read the story. No, we all just we know the are the headline. We don't know. Yep. We have no idea what we're going to read at all. And so what happens is I roll a 10-sided D&D die and whatever the number is, Spencer has everything listed out and numbered. Yep. Okay. But number one... What's is, is that? That's a, a critical. One? It's a critical miss. Critical miss. Mm -hmm. So if we roll a number one, it's a fail. We don't do the bit. We don't do the feature. Okay. Oh, I hate that. So if we get one no. story in and we roll a one, it's over. I hate that with a passion. We roll a twenty. That's a critical hit. All right. Yeah, in this a case, 10. a ten. It's a ten. It's a critical hit, which means we give you four, and we can't stop. We can't stop the. Uh, the feature. Okay. Okay. So we get, uh, we roll a natural 10, we give you four right off the bat. If we get two in and we roll a natural 10, we'll give you two more. Can I, so can I make a confession four. here? I've never played D&D. &D. Oh, I'm doing a Dude. Star Wars so, yeah, I, I haven't Dude. really either. Like, I, I played like what? once or No, when you were a kid, you it, played. It was like once or twice. It wasn't like an actual Oh, you played day. a couple of times. You played more oh, than once or twice. I'm a dungeon master. Oh. I don't yeah, know we what need that to means, do this. but congratulations. Yeah, no, is, there, gonna, is, is there I, a beholder? 
<laughs> so I am, and I'm actually running a I had Star a t-shirt Wars with a beholder on. <laughs> I'm, sure, so I'm sure you did. <laughs> we're going to do a, a, a session. Oh, man. We are. No, I, I love d and I, I love it. I'm, I'm I'm I have an entire box, a big plastic box full of multiple sets of D&D dice. Glow-in-the-dark dice, swirl dice. And you're forgetting your kangaroo dice, scrotum. My sto- and I've got a kangaroo scrotum <laughs> that I wear around my neck. It's a kangaroo scrotum. And I keep my pyrite fool's gold dice. <laughs> I'm a little yeah. jealous. Just in case a game breaks out, my friends. <laughs> or if somebody asks you to borrow your dice. Yeah. I just tell Nobody's you, man, going to. That scrotum is so soft. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sound bite. <laughs> All right, I've got to grab my... I'm grabbing my grab, dice. Grab your die. Is it die or dice? It's for die. die. Die for one. Die. Okay, grab your die. All right. Okay, there it is. And a box. I have to roll it on a box. Okay, okay we ready? Here we go. So it's, it's a 10-sided die. We have eight stories. Yep. So... Yep. Here we go. Four. Ooh. Ooh. I think this one's about Josh. Four. Okay. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. Pulling it up. <laughs> that's what you said. <laughs> well, that's going to be even better when you hear the headline. Oh, no. Polk County Sheriff looking for a man photographed wearing utility belt, bra, and carrying a long knife. Oh, that's totally Josh. Yeah, it's totally Josh. No, oh, my-, my gosh, there's a picture. <laughs> See, no, my mom wouldn't trust me with a knife. Now, are we going to put these stories on Reddit? Ah, uh, yeah. No, that's a great idea. I, I think should. we should. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll include the links. We'll include the links. Polk County, Nebraska. Polk County authorities are searching for a man caught on camera wearing peculiar clothing and trespassing. The images were captured Saturday by Chad Hoffman's trail cam on land near Polk, <laughs> which is about 20 miles northwest of York. Okay. Do you Wherever know what any of this is? No. no. It's in Nebraska, right? The photos show a man wearing a utility belt, a bra, and not much else. No, seriously, like I, I should show you guys the photos because he's just that's, wearing that's a it. bra like and no a utility pants. belt. Yeah, no pants. He's that's naked, it. naked from the waist down. That's wow. it. Wow, like me on the top deck of the Carnival cruise ship, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> wearing so, a windbreaker with a hood pulled tight and nothing else. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm never going to be able to cruise again. Yeah. yeah, Hoffman said, "I did a double take and didn't quite believe what I saw in that picture. Something out of the ordinary." Obviously. So is he just walking on a trail? Just like yeah. he's out for a morning walk? So wait, he's in trouble for that? Hoffman says he's missing a deer stand that was still in the box and stored on the property and one of his ATVs. Oh, so uh, I don't understand this story at so all. So he stole some stuff. So they caught this man walking across the property on like a deer cam or like a security oh, okay, camera. Okay. With no pants and a bra. With no pants and a bra and a utility belt. Okay. Yeah. And a long belt hanging from that. Uh-huh. Um, he says everybody is kind of on edge around here, especially going down with the Especially going down there, we have crops to take care of, and there's some cattle down there, so we have to keep our heads on a swivel to keep themselves that safe is, from this. I don't understand what's happening. That, that is some Nebraska oh, speak uh, right here's there. Worried, he's worried about the cows? He's worried about his own safety from this man. That looks like Slender Man. Oh. Yeah. yeah. He looks kind of like Laura Croft. I haven't seen the picture. Holy shit, yeah. Yo, he looks like Laura Croft. Oh, he has a ponytail and everything. Wow. Look, if I didn't know that was a dude, I'd be like, that, that, that's, a nice, that's a nice ass. <laughs> oh, wow. Man. All right. Uh, well, at least he's fit. At least he's, at least he's fit. <laughs> I still don't quite understand the story, but I admire his ensemble. Yeah. His audacity. Yeah. yeah right, let's okay. see another one. Okay, listen. That, that, listen. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that you got to know. We haven't read these stories, so no. some of them no. are totally going to blow. Okay, because yeah. we we legit have not read these, so the, hence the fun of headline D and D. Some of them are just going to be terrible. Oh, All right, here we go. Six, <clears throat> six. 
Bow Bridge police looking for chicken who stole chicken nugget from child. <laughs> Again, is this about Josh? Oh my gosh. What? No, like it seriously. So they're looking for a, a chicken that stole a chicken nugget from a child. Is that cannibalism? I don't know. Yeah. And is that a crime? Listen, huh. man, it happens. Wait, where, where oh, did this happen? This happened in Bow Bridge. Um, Iowa? I, Iowa. Iowa. Bow Bridge, Iowa. Uh, Midwest. I've been to Iowa. So it says the yeah. Bow Bridge Police Department is looking, asking the community to be a, on a lookout for a theft suspected accused of foul crime. Foul. Oh. oh. Dead joke. Dead <laughs> joke there. Um, there's a tweet here that says, an innocent toddler was enjoying fresh chicken nuggets when the rooster approached him, took his nuggets, and fled the scene. So there's pictures and everything. <laughs> Listen, man, I was DJing in Cannes. Cannes Film Festival. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. They turned a yacht into my DJ booth. Okay, okay. so I'm up on the deck of this yacht, and people are partying out on the dry land on the dock. Okay, very nice, very she-she, lots of champagne, and beautiful people. Chunga is providing the hits. Palm trees everywhere. I'm in the south of France. This is the tip of the spear for fashionable, right? There are Playboy bunnies at this party. Playboy is in the yacht next door. We have all of these massive, very, very expensive, you know, you've got Dior and you've got Chanel. They all have yachts and it's a big fancy party. Mm -hmm. And I'm providing the music. Cannes Film Festival. Wow. And I'm killing it. I'm straight up killing it. I'm wearing a scarf. I look beautiful. <laughs> I have fashionable sunglasses on, and a seagull lands on my DJ gear. Oh, <laughs> oh no. No. And I've been playing for a while, and it was a daytime set where people were kind of schmoozing, and I'm playing like a poolside set like you oh, hear yeah. on Bash Music, mm -hmm. right? And it's uh it's 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 really working out well. And one of the uh, one of the people on the yacht, one of the 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 help, for lack of a better term. I don't know if he was like a, a first mate. I don't know if he was a waiter. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But he said, hey, can I get you some food? Can I grab you a, like a sandwich or something? I said, oh, that'd be great. I'm starving. And, you know, I'm just kind of up here. It's not like a usual DJ set. I'm kind of in the background because mm -hmm. I, I was playing multiple sets a day at this thing. So they bring me a sandwich and I don't touch it for a minute. And a good beat comes on and people kind of start dancing. And now all of a sudden they're paying attention to Chunga. They're no longer mingling. Now they're all mm -hmm. starting to bounce and hands are up in the air and it's starting to go. I'm like, yeah, now I'm feeling it. And a seagull lands. <laughs> and I was like, this is rad. Uh -huh. So I've got, got everybody. <laughs> They're all in the palm of my hand. All of these people, I've got them all right there in the palm of my hand. And now I've got a seagull who's kind of bobbing his head on the DJ <laughs> gear. And he's looking at me and I'm like, you're my wingman. And we're enjoying this, right? And the seagull looks at me. And the minute I turn to adjust a knob, he jumps, runs across my DJ gear, screws everything up, grabs my sandwich and takes off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Ruined my gig. Seagulls are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had my chicken nuggets stolen at SeaWorld from a stupid <laughs> seagull. Josh, are you trying to one-up a toddler in no. Iowa? <laughs> no, this is just reaffirming Chunga's story about seagulls. Seagulls are assholes. Seagulls are, they're, they're, they are. They're, oh, they're no, horrible. I'll never forgive that seagull. I have a picture. Oh, you do? Oh, do the you? Seagull. Let's because use it in the promo. What he did was he flew, okay? He stole my sandwich and he flew down by a fence. And he ate my sandwich and then he hopped up on this perch, very old perch, probably hundreds and hundreds of years old. And he just stared at me for the rest of the gig, kind of bobbing his head like, hey, thanks for the sandwich, sweet tunes. <laughs> so when the gig was over, he was still there. I went down and took a picture of him. So I have a picture of the seagull. The okay, let's use it in the promo. Apparently, <laughs> we can uh, call the police on that and get... Uh, 
I don't. I, I wanted to, but it's French police. Oh, oh. yeah. So who knows yeah. what would I? I probably would have been in trouble for insulting the seagull. <laughs> That's true. So yeah, he okay. was just enjoying his his food. Oh, so man. so if you want okay. this a picture, they actually got a picture of him stealing, <laughs> and I want that on a shirt. <laughs> I love that he's all blurry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, that's going in the promo. That's so good. You gotta send me that. Because yeah. he's all blurry. It looks like a uh like something out of a like a convenience store camp. Yeah. <laughs> and he's taken off with a nugget. Uh, so he ripped off some chicky nuggies. From a toddler. Did yeah. the kid cry? You it, know they it were doesn't some tears. say. It yeah. doesn't say. It just says that the mother tried unsuccessfully to apprehend the chicken. <laughs> Well, what are you? What are you gonna do? Yeah, it's not like you're gonna force like take to, the chicken nugget back and then yeah. feed it to your kid. All Maybe. right, uh-huh. let's do this. One, show's over. Oh, oh no! Yeah. I was all rolled queued up. up for I know a really you, good one. He's got his phone. He's ready to go. Uh, no, we rolled a one. Sorry, that's that's how it works. Uh, that's how it works. Okay, fine. Can we <laughs> skip that on this one? Nope. Oh, Headline D and D is now over. We've got some. We've got some goblins to thank. Oh, okay. We need to thank some goblins. All right. Uh, these guys are paying a minimum of 50 bucks a month. Thank you so much to each and every one of you for your contribution to Patreon. We love you guys uh, so much. Oh, man. Wait, there, there's no words. Uh, it's a big list. And, and it's getting and bigger. Yeah. And it's getting bigger, and it's very humbling to think that these guys are putting in the amount of uh, coin that they are to keep this show going and keep it growing. And thank you very much to Taylor Casper, Greg's Guide to New Music Podcast, Philip Johnson, Guy Stones, Colton Cook, Chandler, Prince of Goblins. Yeah, yeah. Summer and Brian Thatcher, Mike and Angela Wilding, Allison Fairbanks Gall, who just got married. Yeah. We went to her wedding. A fight broke out. It was fun. Cindy, Queen of Bash. I miss you, Cindy. Uh, best-selling author, Joanna Reeder, Jill Reese, PC, and Nicoletti Spaghetti. Onion! Onion. Onion. Lord and Lady <laughs> Snarfingham. Um, I think that might be Esther Burns and her husband. Esther Burningham? Esther Burningham. Excuse me. Oh, Snarfingham, Burningham. 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 I think it's Maybe. Esther Burningham. I think so. It could be. I think it might be Esther Burningham. Let us know. Yeah, we don't know. Let us uh, know. Lord and Lady Snarfingham. Uh, Natalie Taylor, Cam and Alexa Bingham. We love you guys. Jennifer Grant, the Easton Sisters, Liz and Steph, Nolan O'Shenanigan, the Golden Voice of Radio Road and Ken Kruger, Sean, Big Boy Peterson, Brian Miller, Greg West, all of those guys, 50 bucks a month, each and every one of them. Holy Damn. cow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sincerely, thank you. The rest of these people, we call them super goblins. They're above 50 bucks. So coming in at 5150, the American badass, Unified Fire Department Captain Lane Hilton, uh, Matthew Cronkite, not Bishop Shannon, but First Counselor Shannon West at $55 a month. Uh, Ian Newland of the New Day Podcast. Woo-hoo. Coming Aww, in. At, Ian. This is a dude who was our number two contributor, got furloughed. And I'm begging him, please pull your Patreon. Please pull your Patreon. Please yeah. do this. So instead he just split yeah, it. So instead, he just did the New Day podcast and dropped this down to 55 bucks. What are you <laughs> doing? Just, I know. Yeah, he just crazy. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> Thank you, Ian. We love you, man. Oh, Thank you, you so much. Ryan Westwood of RJ Concrete, Just a Girl Gene at 100 bucks a month. Thank you, Just a Girl Gene, G. Marie Hutchinson, John F. Kennedy. Yeah. Thank you. Our commander in chief, John F. Kennedy, $100 a month, and my Woo. evil twin, Angela Hammond who is my friend and has been for so long. She's our friend, fellow ghost hunter. We love her the most. Uh, 150 bucks a month. Thank you, Angela. And at an undisclosed amount, it's Castle. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. applause for you all. Hey, everybody. Thank you. you. I really want to win this contest that we're having here about my ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an egg. Really, really, really. Are are we keeping track of this? Oh, absolutely. JJ's? Uh, Well, I am. (laughs) JJ'sIceCream.com. 
Okay, JJ's Ice Cream, there's no apostrophe, so it's just JJS, jjsicecream.com, order the Ronin four pack. They're simple. now in Davis County, Salt Lake County, and they've expanded into Utah County, and they're already getting requests out in Tooele and elsewhere, and they're like, Tooele's coming soon, hang tight. So, cool. uh, so if you're in Utah County, Salt Lake County, Davis County, be sure to go order the Ronin four pack. You have the indescribable Spencer. Woo! Yep. Which is kind of a chocolatey kind it's of- It's for it's a little foodie, yeah. But you have almonds, you have black I have garlic, almond maple syrup, chocolate base with a little indescribable black garlic. Hmm. I like how he's afraid to say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that wasn't supposed slightly... to be afraid. That was supposed to be like seductive. Oh, you were trying to be seductive. I thought that's, you were scared. That's the same. No wonder my voice. wife ignores me sometimes. <laughs> uh, you have the uh, you have Josh's special salad. That's right. Yes, yeah. that's an ice cream flavor. Josh's special salad. Chocolate, M&M's, a whole bunch of M&M's, chocolate fudge, brownie. and brownie bits. Brownie bits, chocolate fudge, uh, a billion different types of M&M's, M&M pretzels, and crunchy M&M's, peanut M&M's, they're all in there. Just don't yep. break a tooth. Yeah, yes. you, you're gonna have to let that kind of deeth on your mouth a little bit. <laughs> uh, you have Chandler Bang. Chandler Bang, which is a sorbet. Uh, for an energy drink, it's citrusy. It, it's super good. I'm, I'm winning. So Chandler is currently me, it's a good one. Yeah. Maybe not. Not let your toddlers eat that one. So uh, you have, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> you have Chandler in first place. You have Spencer in second place Woo! with his weird foodie ice cream. I know. Which I, never, I thought you were going to be like me. a distant fourth. Can I be honest? I, I honestly thought that too. And you're in second place, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it for Spencer and his, <laughs> his frou frou ice I've cream. I've got a refined palate. Yes, you do. And then you have Josh with his special salad at third, and then I'm last. Which is the chunga churro, which should easily be first place. This is place. the one that we the think best. is, I predicted this one was going to win by a mile. We did too. Yeah. It's churro ice cream. It's chunga churro, and uh, it is Disneyland in an ice cream. Like you yeah. open it up and you have about half inch to inch long pieces of churro, full pieces of churro in the ice cream. Yeah, and then it's vanilla ice cream with caramel and cinnamon. So, I mean, it's it's a churro. It and is. I thought it's at first, when, we first, when I first begged JJ's to do this, I thought the churro pieces are gonna be really small. Like they're gonna be little, like little chunks, little mm -hmm. teeny pieces. Mm -hmm. And he brought it back and I was like, oh, this isn't gonna work. These These pieces of churro are huge. And then I started eating the ice cream and I was like, oh, oh these know. are easy to chew. They're not rock hard. Yeah. Um, and this is wonderful. And then it we totally could, works. We all ate the churro you, ice cream first. Your churros oh. are supple and succulent. No, they are. <laughs> and they're full of ice cream, it's so which good. is amazing. Oh. So uh, so go to jjsicecream.com and, uh, and get yourself some chunk of churro and then the other ones. Hey. <laughs> Radio Ronin. It's the Radio Ronin four pack. Yeah, is what right. it is. Send us pictures. And uh, and a lot of people are jumping on. We 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 did one ad. They quadrupled their business. So Woo! we're really excited about that. And uh, they deliver. That's one thing that we have not said. That's the kicker. That's you the kicker. Order, what they do. Yeah. You order you order your JJ's ice cream. You don't have to go get it. They bring it to you. So hop online jjsicecream.com. Order your ice cream. They'll set up a time for delivery. They'll bring it personally to your house. And voila, ice cream for all. Really good really ice good cream. Ice cream. Really good. This is like Ben and Jerry's. No. Nah. Hagen Dazs <laughs> with their umlauts. No. The Radio Ronin four pack. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's what you want to do. All right, guys. That's your show. Uh, we hope you found it interesting. Little ranty. I'm not even sorry for it this time. Not sorry, even no, sorry, sorry for the ranting. Uh, just so that you're aware, we have no Thursday show this week. Yes. No Thursday show. We forgot to bring that up at the start of the show. Schedules have. Um, have made it so that we can't do a show this week. Yep. Oh, you didn't so. tell me. Thanks for telling me now. <laughs> you knew? I thought, didn't we, you knew? 
I was just gonna leave him on his front porch. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, our apologies. Yeah. There is no show this week. Yeah. So um, that's what happens with the scheduling comp. That's why we're trying to get to five shows a week. Yeah. So we don't have this. I think it's the first show we've missed since the pandemic started. It yeah, is. It is actually. But we do have a bonus show coming out this week. Yeah, we do. So if you're a Patreon, if you're a Patreon member, you still get your episodes. Yeah. But, um, but we, yeah, I, I don't think we no missed Thursday a show, show since. I the, think this is the first one this year. I, I think uh, it probably is. I don't think I we think missed, we missed one for my birthday. Maybe. No, we did a no, bonus. We episode. did a bonus episode. There. Oh, that's right, we did. We did yeah. a live one. We did oh. a live show. Yeah, no, so, we haven't missed one. Uh, we haven't missed one yet. So we apologize. Sorry about that, but no show on Thursday. Six months in, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, all right, guys, that's the show. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye.